Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. We've been talking about ourselves in a way that we're trying to understand and comprehend. And I know God gave me this, how to discern. The Lord just gave me the word discern, 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 discern. And discernment would be the practice of discerning. We need to know what that is, but we need to also know how to apply it. This is the practical application. This would be a rhema opportunity where we can apply the revelation of the word to our lives. Are you still with me so far? All right. So, so how to discern self, situation, and seasons. Self, situation, and seasons. Easy to remember. In learning, we, of course, spend some time learning about ourselves. To thine own self be true. Can't fix what you don't know, right? And you surely don't have a right to speak into somebody's life if you don't know them. So you can't even speak into your own life if you don't know. That's, that's called insecurity. That's called I'm not sure yet. I don't quite know. And it's okay to not know as long as you acknowledge that you don't know. Because if you pretend to know what you don't know and you really don't know it, we know you don't know it. I mean, we can tell when somebody is confident in knowing what they know, and then when somebody's not too confident. I say anything about the delivery of your knowledge. I'm talking about the action, the living out. I can preach like two worlds coming together, but if I'm not living that, then I really don't know what I'm preaching. Who he just knows so much about the Bible. Well, how much of it is he living? Who he just knows so much about the word. Well, how much of it is in his life? And the true indicator of you knowing something is that you can do something. Yeah, I can, I can know about basketball all day long. Would you put me out there on the court? Laugh me to scorn? I'm sure you would. I mean, I have a little fun and good exercise, but basketball just not, hasn't been my thing. Somebody else knows basketball, and they can do it with their eyes closed. I mean, one hand behind their back, three-pointer from halfway out the gym. And that's because they know what they know. You say, well, no, that's all gifted and skill. Well, you take your gift and your skill and you make something out of it. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I mean, if I'm going to talk all the time, I got to have something to say, right? And if I'm going to talk all the time, it should be something that in, enriches people's lives as opposed to, is he talking again? I mean, you do know some people like that, right? You know some people that just talk and all they're doing is talking. And they're just talking and talking. And then when they finish talking, they talk some more. And your question is, do you ever stop talking? Well, if they don't have anything to say, then you don't want to hear them talk. But when somebody got something to say and they know what they're talking about, talk on, brother, talk on. Because you know what you're talking about. But discernment is the tool, the gift, the instrument that God has given us along with the Holy Spirit. How many know that discernment comes with the Holy Ghost? Bible says that the Holy Ghost will show you all things and bring all things to your remembrance concerning Christ. So discernment is an instrument, a tool, if you will, that God allows us to use that comes with the Holy Ghost. So when you get saved, you accept Christ, God's spirit comes to dwell inside of you. When you get to the revelation knowledge that that needs to flow up out of you with evidence of some sort, signs of speaking in tongues or supernatural ability to do things, you've got the Holy Ghost and power. Come on, some, where are the Pentecostal people at? Yeah, because the Pentecost celebration is coming up too. All right. We, I know we celebrate resurrection, but there's some Pentecost and we're the Pentecostal people. You know what Pentecost means, right? Yeah. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You shall receive. Power. Yeah, that's the Pentecostal people. 
We didn't practice that at all. But those people who have that power understand that it's power to walk right, power to talk right, power to live right, power to give right, power to sing right, power to preach right, power to, well, you know, right? You see, she, get it. she got that power. Give me the power. I'm not making light of it because there are preachers who do. They do. But you ask them to discern the environment, they may not be able to because all they got is part of the power. I only got part of the power. God only allows us to have a certain amount of the power because if I had all the power, then I guess we wouldn't need Jesus. But we're different individuals in a body that when we come together, we get what? Power. So when we come together, so learning self, I'm not going to bring an undone self to the power team. If you can only choose five people to take with you on a journey and you know that you're going to come into some tumultuous times, you'd pick wisely, right? You'd be like, I'll get you when I get back. Uh, all right, I'll call you later. We're going to send you a postcard. Call me. Hmm. But you're looking for more people with power. You're looking for people who understand who they are, people who understand what situations are all about, and people who can also discern the seasons. If I came in here dressed like an Eskimo today, you'd look at me like I was crazy. Spring, and I got on snow pants. But I want to know myself, I want to know situations, and I also want to know seasons. All right, learning how to discern yourself. I'm going to read some scripture in just a moment, and I want you to apply it specifically, immediately, quickly. You ever had a toothache and you went to the drugstore, you got the toothache medicine, and you couldn't get out the store fast enough, you was opening it up and putting it on your tooth? Exactly. You know, you take, you needed some Tylenol and he was like, before you get, you didn't even get no water. You just took it. Well, that's how we should receive the word when it comes to us. And it reveals some things about ourselves because we're living in a time where we need quick, immediate application. We don't have time to dial a friend. We're not on the cash cab where you can phone a friend. You know, did I get a lifeline? Jesus is your lifeline. Jesus is your lifeline, and we need to connect as fast as we can. So learning how to discern ourselves is paramount in being successful as a Christian. If you don't know who you are, how do you expect we, we can know, to know who you are? And if you got mistaken identity because you're a different person every time we see you, then that means there are a lot of selves there. Okay, just I, I really only need one of them to come to church and get saved. Just one. All we need is one of them. If one of them confess with their mouth and believe with their heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, it, he, she or he shall be saved. So it should only be one because there are some people who have two identities or multiple voices in their head. And that's real. It's not, a, it's not even a joke. It's not even funny. It's scared how schizophrenic people are. And, they, and they're not schizophrenic so much as in being diagnosed professionally as much as they're spiritually schizophrenic that they got a personality this way one minute and another personality this way the next minute. And then they say, I'm sorry, and I didn't mean it. And then they do it again. And they plan to do it again tomorrow. But they got the apology already ready because they're in the middle of doing it right now. But I'm sorry, and it's okay, and I'm going to come back. But you got to love me and help me out. And they're wavering to and fro. And they're not faithful. They're not dedicated. They're not focused and they will not be successful in this Christian walk because God honors two things, faithfulness and consistency. You say, well, give me a Bible for that. How about the whole life of Jesus? Faithful unto death. Consistently, he did what it was that he was called here to do. You say, well, he did. It only took him three years, 33 years. Some of us ain't made it past 23 and we can't stay focused. We here and there. And then some of us have been doing the wrong thing for 33 years and can't let go of that. 
Oh, why did it get quiet? Learning to discern situations. Now that one we all would like because, you know, we want to know what we're going to come up against, right? Beforehand. Or while we're in the midst of it, you could say to yourself, you know, with all, all, you know, without any reservation, you can get really, really deep in the middle of a situation and you can say, Lord, Lord, what meaneth this? What are you trying to show me in the midst of my situation? Christians are focused. Christians aren't distracted. The phone should be a tool for you to find scripture, not to text your friends or to Facebook right now. It's an instrument. It's a tool, even in giving. So these are tools, not distractions. And somebody who can discern the situation will know what to do in the right season at the right time. Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, tells us there's a time for everything. And there's a season to every purpose under the heaven. Time and season, time and season. And that leads us to the third one is being able to discern the season. Look at somebody say, I need to discern my season. I need to discern your season. Because if it's Arctic winter in your life and it's spring and summer in my life, the two of us are not walking together in agreement right now. Because you got spring and su- I got spring and summer going on. You got Arctic winter going on. You got sleep going on and I got revelation flowing from my lips. You got a nap on your mind and I got growing some Christians on my mind. You got, oh, I'm so sleepy. You just don't know how busy my weekend was. And I got, you just don't know what's ahead of you. And all hell is going to break loose. And you're going to need to be equipped in order to be able to endure this. And how many can say amen to that? Yeah, I know. I know God is alive. God's not dead. But hell is real and it's really, really hot. I mean, hotter than it is in here right now. All right. I know we walk by faith and not by sight. But if I got a window, I can either see out of it or get out of it. One or the other. How many know you need a window in the spirit? Now, here's the key. This is a quick sidebar. Won't cost you nothing but revelation. The windows that God speaks of in the scripture from heaven can only be accessed by us giving. You're not getting a window if you're not giving. Our eyes are blind when we don't give. You say, well, money, I'm talking about everything. Giving. The other reference to windows in the scripture would be the eyes being the window to your soul. And if our eyes are darkened, then our whole body is full of darkness. But if our eyes are enlightened, then we got a window. So those windows are important for discerning your season. You look out the window and you can see what time it is. You look into the window, you can see what season it is. I can look in somebody's eyes and say, you know what? This is the season that she's in in her life through discernment. How many would like to have a definition of discernment? I want to clear things up because somebody says, I heard you. I heard you in the spirit. You're like, well, what is discernment? I mean, is that like, do only certain people get it? I mean, is it like mother wit or intuition? How many mothers feel like you got wit that came along with being a mother? How many still working on it? Amen. There's certain things you don't get it all at once. God will never give it all at once. Don't let no preacher fool you. You can get everything. You get the house. You get the car. You get the... He's not going to give you all of it at once. Because we're consumers by nature. And if God gave you all of it at once, yes, we have access to everything that we need. He'll give me all things that pertain to life and to godliness, not all at the same time. Because you'd short circuit the thing and just push fast forward across the finish line and go, aha, I won. Won what? Death? I'm done? That's why I'm not pushing this thing. You know, I want to grow every single day. In fact, I'm, I'm lingering in moments of discernment so that I can learn the lessons, not to repeat them, but to move according to God's plan and in his season. That was a mouthful right there of this whole message. Because if I move too soon, then I might miss something. If I move too slow, I'm absolutely going to miss something. But if I'm moving in God's timing, then it's going to be cool. Everything's all right. I'm all right. I'll be good. 
Shalom is the ancient word for peace. I want to live in that place where it's all good because God is in control. Where my shalom is intact currently. I don't have to go back to my mistakes. Discernment does this for us. It's a noun. Too many. All right. And this is the one that I thought was the definition. Okay. It is the ability to judge well. And that works for the world. You know, the multitude. Who is this? Who is this? Oh, it's Jesus. The world was, who is it? And the multitude said, oh, that's Jesus from Nazareth. And they did judge well because that was accurate and correct. Little boy born to the single mother. Daddy married her anyway. She said she had never been touched by nobody. But that's Jesus. You know him from Nazareth of Galilee. But the other definition of the word is, in a Christian context, perception in the absence of judgment. It's without judgment. You know, discernment tells me, I can't figure it out. I don't know. But discernment tells me. I can't put my finger on the root cause, but I know something ain't right. You know what? I, I know it looks bad right now. I don't have no money. Things are not, not, not straight. But you know, something inside me tells me it's going to be all right. I should go anyway. I should give anyway. I should, I should participate anyway. Something tells me keep going, keep driving, keep pushing. Discernment is in the absence of judgment. Judgment clouds things. Judgment clouds things. If I wrote you off and I judged you, I'd be like, ah, yeah, well, whatever. And that's anybody. But discernment is in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual direction and understanding. Which one do you want? You only get to pick one of the two. Come on real quick. One or two. Now you can keep one if you like. You can keep the one to where you have the ability to judge well. I thought I could judge well when I was unsaved. But when I accepted Jesus and I got the Holy Spirit, I got discernment. You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nation's Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, we believe there is hope.